We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Brian, now we are talking. Final topic of the day. And I think it's an interesting one. It This conversation came up a little bit on Tuesday's show about a couple of the rec- a couple of the players that are transferring from Notre Dame this offseason. And I made a post about this on Twitter yesterday. And I think we talked about this maybe on the show yesterday or maybe this is just a conversation we had in private. But when you take a step back over the last couple weeks, you have lost three players from Notre Dame's team that at some point in their careers, you felt like their future of Notre Dame was going to be incredibly bright. Okay. One is Tyler Buckner, who was the starting quarterback to begin the 2022 season, obviously got injured in game two. And we all, we all know the story at this. He brought in Sam Hartman. He got beat out. He's transferred to Alabama to potentially be their starting quarterback. He's at least going to fight for it. You lost also Lorenzo styles, who was expected to be your top receiver in 2022 struggled with some mental stuff and to really get the production to where you want it to be. And then obviously this offseason, he got kind of supplanted on the depth chart and then he was potentially going to the corner ultimately ends up transferring to Ohio state where he's going to play corner for Ohio state in the future. The third was more recent one, Logan Diggs, who we know has been wrestling with the idea of going closer to home for basically since he got to Notre Dame decides he wants to transfer to LSU. And part of it is wants to be close at home. Other part of it is he wants to be the guy and be able to potentially be the RB one and to get the main carries. And we know that at Notre Dame, at least in 2023, that wasn't going to be the case because you have Audrick Estime coming back at like at least. Right. So you had three players and I would quantify it like this. And I did quantify it like this on Twitter. And some people didn't like this. Most people didn't disagree with it, actually, though. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I think the people so, that didn't like it didn't understand what you were saying. Yes, yes. Well, I don't somebody, think they understood the point you were making. So, Especially the Ohio State guy. He definitely yeah. didn't understand what you. He mean. definitely didn't understand. Like when he was like, "That's a weird flex." You're like, "Bro, we're not. F- you're, you're who's kinda- flexing? <laughs> right? <laughs> who's flex? No one's flexing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But this is how I would quantify, it, Brian. There is a narrative out there against Notre Dame that there is just this lack of talent. They don't have talent on that football team. Just not enough of it. So in one off season, you lost a quarterback who was going to be your backup quarterback in 2023. Could have potentially been the future in 2024, but in 2023, he was going to be the backup to Sam Hartman, barring something catastrophic happening, an injury or whatever. You're talking about a backup quarterback that is now going to go to the University of Alabama to fight for the starting job. That's why they brought Tyler Bunker down there, not to just be a depth piece and just sit on the bench. He is coming there to compete with the Jalen Mill Rose, with the Ty Simpsons, with the two incoming freshmen to be the starting quarterback at the University of Alabama. Wide receiver-wise for Notre Dame, they lost Lorenzo Styles, who, if he would have stayed at wide receiver and stayed at Notre Dame this year, was probably going to be, what, fourth right. or fifth receiver on this team? More at than likely? Best fourth, most likely fifth, because th- yeah. th- th- they were pushing Chris Tyree for a reason. Yes. And he was pretty much almost exclusively outside this spring because of the push of Chris Tyree and Jaden Greathouse. And you could argue, and this is what I've been told by sources before Lorenzo transferred, that Lorenzo needs to worry more about Rico Flores passing him than him catching Tobias Merriweather, which is why they started working with him at corner, why he was getting reps at corner, because they were eventually going to make that transition. Notre Dame was eventually going to make that transition full-time. Yes. Uh, And, of course, he's now doing it at Ohio State. Well, I think he'll do well there. I mean, this 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 does. isn't about that. But yes, well. continue continue. Right? Yeah. Yes. So the whole point, though, is that a player that was either going to be a fourth to fifth wide receiver or a developmental cornerback on your team in 2023 is now at Ohio State's a player that they're going to develop on the defensive side of the football. Who I think they have high hopes for. 
The last guy is Logan Diggs, who I would I put it like this. Logan Diggs was going to be your second running back behind Audrick Estimate, was still going to carry the ball a ton. He was still going to be a really good player for you. But there are other talented running backs that are nipping at his heels a little bit and could potentially have taken carries from him. So clear number two. Yeah, I, I think that part gets a little bit overstated by some, but yeah. it is fair because pre-injury, he was getting beat out by Janarian Price. We still don't know if that's going to continue. But your point is is accurate, Ryan. At, at best, he's 1B. Yes. So Audrick estimates 1A. So it's he, a loss. That's the thing. Yeah, People are like, oh, y'all act like y'all ain't lose. We're never we're not saying these are not losses. That's not the point of what my, we're my, saying. My, of Ryan's my, point. That's not my, point. My only that. negative back and forth on that post was me between another Notre Dame fan who was trying to say Logan Diggs sucks. And I'm like, no, no, he, he's good. It's a yeah, loss. It's like it's it's yeah. But anyway, regardless, you lost your one B or number two running back to LSU. Because he wants to be the guy at LSU. And obviously there right. has to be a conversation that's happening of like, hey, Logan, if you come here, you compete to be the top back on the roster. Right. That competition happens. And he probably so, will be. Yeah. yeah. So you lost a running back who was your second or 1B running back to a team that mo- more than likely will probably be their top back on the roster. You lost your backup quarterback to Alabama who is fighting to be the starter there. And then you lost a wide receiver who's converting to cornerback to Ohio State. Three players that were going to be backups or departmentalized complementary pieces are now going to different situations in Alabama, LSU, and Ohio State. Three pretty good programs, by the way, to potentially have bigger roles on their football team. Right. And I think two that of them be- for sure. Two yes. of them for sure. Yeah. And I think you look at that situation for me, Brian. I think there's two ways to look at this as far as what the outcome is going to be. Because I think that that says a lot about Notre Dame's talent on the board. I think it says a lot about the talent on the roster, that that is the situation where you lose those guys and you're like, it's okay. And it's, it's a, you know, they're going to big programs. I think that that is a big like pat on the back of like, Hey man, you guys have some talent there, obviously. But I think there's two outcomes that are, that people are going to look at it this way. I've heard both sides. One is that you want them all to play well because that shows you that there is a lot of talent at the University of Notre Dame. And that showcases that, wow, that guy that was fighting to be a 1A in a running back committee is a 1,000-yard running back in the SEC now, right? A quarterback starting at Alabama was going to be the backup at Notre Dame. And by the I way, think I think that, he will be. I think yeah. he will be a 1,000-yard rusher at Alabama. Probably. Or at, uh, excuse me, at LSU this year. I do. And I think that that is a big potential pat on the back to Notre Dame and a big indicator that that mantra of Notre Dame doesn't have talent is just false, one. But I think the other side, Brian, and someone brought this up, and I think it's a great talking point, is that some people say it's actually a bad thing if they play really well. If they don't play well, I mean, if they play well, that means that Notre Dame wasn't able to get the most out of them. So I wanted to open up this conversation, man, because I think it's a fascinating one. What well, does it say about Notre Dame if, they, yeah. if those guys are all successful? Well, number one, I think that there's two layers to this, Ryan. Number one is it says it says a lot that that when you look at who's coming for Notre Dame's transfers, you mentioned those guys, but Prince College transferring to an SEC school. Uh, you know, I think Caleb Johnson, who was never going to have really much of a chance at all at, at playing offensive line at Notre Dame, is is going to one of the better group of five schools in SMU. You know, I mean, there, there's there's a 
I'm heck, one of Notre Dame's walk-ons is going to Nebraska. You know, um, the uh, Litton, the Liebenbrandt kid is is going to Nebraska. So I mean, when oh, you really? look at, I didn't even you, see that one. Yeah, I, no, it could be as a walk-on, but still, he's, he's going to Nebraska. You know, you, their top guys. I mean, Drew Pine, a guy who was going to be Notre Dame's third-string quarterback this year if he stayed, is expected to start at a Pac-12 school. And you know, Jacob Lacey goes to Oklahoma. Jaden Bellamy was never going to play at Notre Dame as a defensive back, and he's going to Syracuse. I mean, so like power five schools are trying to raid Notre Dame's roster of guys that were just not starters. And part of the reason Jacob Lacey left is because Notre Dame wouldn't promise him that he'd be a starter. Well, now you see why. Because I don't know if Jacob Lacey starts for Notre Dame this year with Riley Mills moving inside and Howard Cross being there. He'd have played a bunch, and he'd have been a very important player. This is not meant to say that Jacob Lacey – would not have been an important player or that I wouldn't have wanted him back. I would want him back. I would much rather have Jacob Lacey in the rotation than not in the rotation. He wants to be the guy. That's fair. That's fine. Whatever. Do what you got to do. I don't like it. I don't like why. Well, I don't like how he did it. If he would have waited till after the season and left, all right, you do you, buddy. I'll root for you. You're, love, you love you and your family and, and best of luck to you. I just don't like the way he did it. But it's it says a lot. Like there's this notion going around, this silly notion going around, like, well, just Notre Dame just doesn't have the talent of other teams. And I'm like, they don't have the talent of Georgia and Alabama and, and and to a degree Ohio State at some spots, right? But that's the the list is short of teams that have a better roster than Notre Dame. And that's what's so frustrating about some of the results we've seen from Notre Dame in recent years. But also, you know, what what makes it frustrating about kind of how they're discussed. I mean, you could you throw Michigan in the conversation. I mean, Michigan's roster is is really is talented. I mean, they're but the list of teams that are in the conversation for Notre Dame is not long. It's not like Notre Dame's the 13th best roster. That's nonsense. Because as you mentioned, Alabama's hoping that Notre Dame's backup quarterback it becomes their starter. LSU is hoping that Notre Dame's 1B at running back is going to become a bell cow for them. Their guy, the, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that he will. So I think it shows with their roster. But then it's it's the other part of it too, Ryan, is what does it say for Notre Dame when if they're successful? What does that mean for Notre Dame? And should Notre Dame fans recruit re, 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 root for them? Well, number one, I think you should root for those kids. I think I, for me personally, I'm absolutely wanting Tyler Buckner to be successful at Alabama, Same. and I'm wanting Logan Diggs to be successful at LSU. I got no beef with those kids. I, I don't think Logan was ever comfortable at Notre Dame. I think he always wanted to be, go back close to home. Okay, it's fine. I transferred after my freshman year. I can't fault the kid for transferring, whether I like his reasons or not. It doesn't matter. I'm going to beef there. Uh, I'll, I'll flat out root for Jacob Lacey to be successful at Oklahoma. I absolutely want Prince Colley to be to be starting and playing well at, at Vanderbilt this year. I hope Caleb Johnson has a great career at SMU, and I hope Joe Wilkins finished his career well with a bang at Miami of Ohio. I want all those kids to be successful. There's really only one kid who I'm apathetic about, and that's has nothing to do with football or they left Notre Dame and and, and all that. I'm not going to get into that. But personally, I, I, I have no issue with these kids, Lee. None of them to me that I mentioned, that I just mentioned, left on any kind of bad terms where I'm like, dude, you did it wrong. You're a bad person. Jacob Lacey, I don't agree with how he went about it, but I know right. I got to know Jacob and his family very well. I love the Laceys. They're great people. I just disagree with this decision. That's okay. You can still respect someone and disagree, right? I'm sure there's things that I do that you disagree with, but I don't think it means that you dislike me or I'm a bad person or you want to leave the company. That's that's part of life, you know? Yep. And it's like, I hope not anyway. Uh, <laughs> but so so there's that. There's just, I'm not petty, so I'm not going to, and I don't think the kids that I just mentioned, like I have no beef with Prince Collie. I have no beef with Logan Dix. I have no beef with Tyler Buckner and all those guys. I get all of it. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep. The second part of it is I think it is good for Notre Dame if their kids go to other places because I think there comes a point in time where it starts to become impactful on the recruiting trail. When, hey, look, I'm going to go to Notre Dame, but I know if it doesn't work out, I'm still going to have power five school options to go right. play. Yeah, man, no, no. Hey, look, I'm going to go there. I'm going to battle at running back. But if I get beat out at running back, I know I can transfer to an SEC school and rush for a thousand yards. Or I can go to an SEC school, one of the best teams in the country, and be the starting quarterback if I get beat out by CJ Carr. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's huge for Notre Dame. And it's also big for Notre Dame if some of the not big names do that. So, you know, Prince Colley being a really good linebacker at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Caleb Johnson going out and being a multi-year starter at SMU would be very good for Notre Dame, in my opinion. Because what it says is, hey, you can go to Notre Dame, and if things don't work out, there's going to be big-time options for you, right? It's the same argument we've used for assistant coaches. You're going to attract better assistant coaches if they know if there's a track record that if I go to Notre Dame and do my job, Alabama OC job is waiting for me. Right. Louisville OC job is waiting for me, which then gets sprung board a year later to a head coaching job. The Boston College OC job is waiting for me. Those are not hypotheticals, Ryan. Those are where Notre Dame coaches have left for four in recent seasons. Michigan, a promotion going to Michigan coming off a playoff team is there for me. There's opportunities there. The head coach at an SEC school is there for me. A D coordinator job at an SEC school is there for me, which then leads to me getting a head coaching job at a Power Five. Those, Not one of those things was a hypothetical. Go to what it was like early in Brian Kelly's tenure. You know, like Charlie Molnar leaving for like UMass. You know what I mean? Like, those were the jobs that guys were getting. Chuck Martin leaves from Miami of Ohio, right? Like those are not like, oh, wow, gee, I want to go to Notre Dame. So I give me that Miami of Ohio job, you know, <laughs> but that's changed in recent years, especially the last, the last, you know, two to three years. It's the same thing for recruiting. Kids are going to be more willing to go play for you, knowing you have depth on your roster. If they think they're going to get developed to the point, it's get back to that development conversation to where, Hey, if I don't work out or if a guy beats me out, I know that big-time schools are going to be looking at Notre Dame's roster, and I can go there and start there and do what I do. That's why Buckner and Colley and Diggs and those guys having success is something Notre Dame fans should want and root and actively root for. Now, Agreed. I want Tyler Buckner to play well in every game next year except maybe one, yes. and that's <laughs> if they play Notre Dame in the postseason. Yep, that's it, right? Logan Diggs, dude, I hope Logan goes out and balls out. I do. 
I got no beef with Logan Diggs. I think he's a very good football player. And if he can go to LSU, a team that people think is better than Notre Dame, and we'll see if they are or aren't. That's that's a different conversation for another day. But if he can go there and ball out and be like, hey, man, I, I don't need to be worried about Notre Dame's running back depth chart because they're going to let me compete. Yep. And if I don't make it, I'm going to go somewhere else and ball out. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Yep. So I, I, it's good for Notre Dame if those guys play well. And I, I would hope that Notre Dame fans recognize that and and say, hey, look, I'm rooting for these kids. I, I think most did. I think most did too. When I posted that yesterday, like I think most did. I, I, it was again. It was. You know, what's funny, Brian, is I didn't have any LSU fans really in the mentions. I didn't have any. I didn't have any Alabama fans in the mentions. It was all Ohio State, yeah. man. That was the only one. I was like, and they completely really? misread what you were saying. Well, <laughs> it's because one of the guys from the Kevin Noon is a guy that works for Rivals, so he's one of the you know big names that covers the team, and and so. When he responds with a complete lack of understanding of what you said, then the rest of the cronies are going to respond with the you know the wrong interpretation of what you said. You know, it was funny too, and in, in my my little back and forth because I know Kevin; he's a nice guy for the most part too. You know, and he was like, he said something like, um, "Oh." Um, he said Lorenzo Styles left because Notre Dame asked him to move the corner. And I was like, uh, Kevin, why do you think he was asked to move the corner? Because <laughs> he was going to be the fourth or fifth wide receiver. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> and why is he going to go to receiver to corner at Ohio state? It's, you know, right. cause that was basically going to happen. Yes. So it just, it was like, wow, dude, you're really not getting this. Yeah. And like, it was the just best, like, the best was that he was replying to other people and he didn't reply to that question. I was like, yep, yeah, I got you, buddy. Exactly. You. <laughs> exactly. It was really weird. It was really weird. It was kind of funny. I almost got jumped in on a couple of them. And I was like, no, nah, Ryan's got this. You know, I just, I'm still trying to stick to my not engaging people on Twitter other than answering some questions from Notre Dame. You would have been proud of me, man. I muted that that uh, tweet at one point, so I didn't answer to anybody anymore. So I'm I am proud of you because I growing. was like, oh, this is going to get interesting. The more of these Buckeyes <laughs> start responding, Ryan's about to go off. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's – and look, somebody said, like, Antoine said, I like Kevin Noon. He's the only re- – I have no issue with Kevin Noon. No, I, Kevin's I a nice guy. I was on show with Kevin once uh, with Mark yeah. Rogers. I got no beef with Kevin Noon. It's just he clearly misunderstood the point you were making, took it as some sort of insult, and then just refused to, like, oh, you know what? I misread that. My bad. Like, just refused to see that. And then, of yeah. course, all the – the followers jumped in with their own, like just living up to like his misunderstanding. It was just like, yes. you're continuing to miss the point. If Lorenzo styles was the starting X at Notre Dame or starting, it's now the Z. If yeah. he was the starting wide receiver for Notre Dame right now, does anyone think he transfers and go to, and, and is going to move to corner at Ohio state? Does anyone actually no. think that nope. if he's going to be the guy that we thought he was going to be a couple years ago, the number one receiver, does he transfer? No, of course he doesn't transfer. No, this doesn't mean Lorenzo doesn't have talent or ability. It's just that clearly a lot other talent. dudes had passed him up. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And he was and, and and the gap was only widening. I mean, every day they had a practice, the gap between him and Tobias Merriweather widened deeper and Jaden Thomas deeper and deeper and deeper. And when you get beat out by a younger a guy younger than you, this is the point you made about Tyler Buckner and the danger for him at Alabama. If you get beat out at quarterback, you're yeah. getting beat out by a quarterback that's going to be younger than you. Well, where do you go now? Well, you just graduate and then transfer where you can you know play after you graduate. So that's kind of you know, that's kind of where it's where it's at, Ryan. But I, I think it's a very good thing for Notre Dame if those guys go and have success. Now they don't all have to, but if most of them do, yeah, I don't I don't um 
you know, I don't know what to expect from Prince Colley at linebacker. I don't know enough about their linebacker situation there, but I, I have to think that Prince Colley is going to have a chance if healthy to go play there. I, I mean, think so. I think they lost their best player. linebacker from last year, so there should be some options, I think. And he's with two up uh, because Nick Lazinski's there too, right? With uh, yes. Corkley now, so recruited him. Yeah, Nick yeah. Lazinski had a, played a bigger role in getting. Uh, and this isn't an insult to Co- Co- uh, Coach Lee because Coach Lee had a lot of faith in Nick Lazinski, so it's it was more yeah. of a kind of like how they were with James Laronitis. They let sure. Nick do recruiting because Coach Lee had faith in Nick Lazinski. So when I say that that Nick Lazinski had as much, if not more, of a role in getting Prince Collie, it's not meant to demean Clark Lee. It's actually meant to 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 compliment him because he recognized Nick's talent as a coach and a recruiter. He would let Nick coach certain parts of the linebacking core. I mean, there was a lot of faith there that he was, he, he was a guy that could do the job at high level. Now I think Nick is a full-time is the, now the full-time linebackers coach now, correct? He's now a full-time assistant. I believe so. I believe he is. So I'm actually going to look that up because um, I really like Nick and a really good guy was always, um, was always, you know, willing to answer questions for me and, and things like that. And I thought he did a really good job. Players loved him. I mean, the players really love them. And so that, yes, Nick Lazinski is now the defensive run game coordinator and linebackers coach. So that's great. Good for him. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I, he's I, a run game coordinator too, huh? Good yeah. Defensive run game coordinator. Yeah. Good yeah. For that's, him. that's great. I, I like Nick a lot. So uh, when, when I say that it's not meant to insult Clark Lee at all, but I hope he balls out and, and plays well. I hope Caleb Johnson wins a starting job on offensive tackle for SMU Seriously. this year. Yeah. So now yeah, we'll see how it plays out, Ryan. But I, I do think those are good things for Notre Dame to have happened. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, I totally understand the the other side of it, but I think that the just a healthy conversation to have. I think that it shows health of the program is more than anything for me. So for me, the only time I ever, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, I'll, I'll, I can't think of a scenario where I would root against a kid. Right. I'll but there are scenarios, including guys that have left Notre Dame this off season where. I don't really give a rip if you have success or not. Don't sure. care. I sure. don't like the way you conducted yourself. I don't like the attitude you had. I don't care. But I'm not rooting against you. It's a lit- it's literally an apathy. Like indifference. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with Tyler, with Logan, I want them. I genuinely, not even just for Notre Dame, but for them, want them to have success. Yeah. And so, uh, but again, it's also, like I said, it's also good for Notre Dame. It really yes. is, and I think most fans are that way. And and the people the people that aren't are more like the Twitter people that um, just you're dead to me now that you're not at Notre Dame. Or just, <laughs> say, okay, right. I love those people. I love those. Yeah, people. I get it. I mean, I I, I get the frustration, but it, it's just more about none of them left on terms that I that I feel are are, are, are warrant that. But anyway, that's going to do it for this portion of the show, Ryan. We're going to move on to the mailbag next. But before we do, folks, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell, share this podcast, sign up for the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.